Mr. Downton. Yeah, um, Mr. Pete. Mr. Pete. That's a way of saying like you're angry or you're mad. Don't be miffed and peeved. Miffed. Don't be miffed and peeved. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real. It's a real one. I don't use it. That's your vocabulary. Down to dunk. Yes. This is Stephen Adams. Don't be miffed and peeved. No, you can't be miffed and peeved. Sorry. This is Stephen Adams. You can't be miffed and peeved because you're listening to Down to Dunk. Find us on clnsmediadailythunder.com-radio at 5 p.m. Central Standard Time, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or, of course, anywhere you subscribe to your podcast. I am Luke, joined this morning by Taylor. Oh, hey, 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 you're pretty, pretty shy, what, what? Oh, hey, you're pretty, pretty shy, what, what? What do I have to say to get inside? Slam through. And Jay. It's Jay. I don't know that song you just Hot said. Hot Action Cop. No idea. Fever for the Flavor. Mm, fever it's your, for maybe, the Flavor. Maybe your worst ever. <laughs> or your Guys, worst ever. we are... Without Andrew, for the first time ever, I think. I, I don't remember one that we've done without him. He had a baby. Yes. They thought Amy would. Miraculous. Turns out, junior, like a junior Arnold Schwarzenegger situation, he had it. So, uh, And he's, suppo- he's trying to be here next week, and so he'll talk all about... Well, not all about it, I'm assuming. He'll talk all about male birth. Yeah, he will. He'll tell you all about his experience as a pregnant male. Yep uh insights it's gonna be great but we wish him the best um uh you know they get to have some baby time yeah it's gonna be great it is everybody's doing well and like i said he'll talk about it next week we do have a little bit of actual basketball to talk about it's off season and so things are just kind of weird and just dwindling down i always know it's this time of year that soon little league uh baseball the little league world series is going to start and that's how i know that when ESPN gets overtaken by Little League World Series, uh-huh. it means it's time for us to, like, I can take my real break from paying attention, and then football starts, and then next thing you know, it's basketball. There's already a football game last night. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hall of Fame game, right? Yeah, Ravens and... Thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know who else Thrilling. Um, but speaking of that Little League World Series, it reminded me, ESPN is going to do a special, I think a weekend or a day or something, where they make ESPN 2, ESPN The Ocho. Yeah, and they're going to do like bowling and dodgeball, not bowling, dodgeball. They're doing dodgeball. They're actually playing the movie Dodgeball at the beginning of the day and at the end of the day, maybe at the middle of the day too. And they're doing like ping pong and chess boxing. They should have that forever. I like that. Yeah, always. they should yeah. always have that. And I think, haven't they played, started playing video game championships? Yeah, esports are on ESPN. I like that too. Yeah. I'm in. Do you? Is it? I do. I don't watch it. It's that big of a thing, right? Oh, yeah. It's It's a huge thing. It's crazy. Like the people that are professionals are like million dollar athletes. Yeah. Yeah, I took a deep dive on that ninja guy the other day. Yeah. Katie Nolan. Do you know Katie Nolan from ESPN? Anyway, she took a picture like fangirling out over ninja at the espies and i was like who is this guy yeah he's a, he's a streamer right yeah, he twitch streams like, 
he started with Halo and yeah. No, he's he also got in trouble because he said the N word. Oh no, that's yeah. all the streamers eventually do that. Yeah, right. what's up with that? Uh, the racist. Well, all of them. <laughs> I mean, truthfully, most of them aren't probably the most socially. No, that's pr- that's a good point. Yeah, like that's they true. exist playing video games, which that's is a, good a fine point. existence for those of you that listen and do that. But and if you make money from it, cool. Get I on, would cool. like. Do you mean? I would. Cool, like. Do you? <laughs> I would like to be like try to be a streamer, but I think like you have to quit your job. You have to play video games all day yeah. long, and then I don't know if you enjoy it. You know how uh, we respect people that are like, I'm just going to go 100 percent at this idea that I have. Like, I'm going to be an entrepreneur, and I'm just going to be poor for a while and do this. Would we have the same respect for those people if no. they're like, I'm going to quit my job and go 100 percent at video games? This is going to be. I don't know. <laughs> no way. I don't know. I know a guy that is like kind of trying to be a streamer and is like putting out like like three hour videos per day. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know if I would enjoy video games if I had to do that. Like, would I like I enjoy podcasting with you guys because we do it, you know, an hour, hour and a half every but if, once a week. If we but if we had to do it straight hours, if we had to do it eight hours a day from nine to five, we took an hour break or, or like thirty minute break for lunch. I don't think I'd like it. You know, yeah. if we had like an Alex Jones style podcast yeah. where every episode is five hours. If it was an Alex Jones style, we it might be easier, actually, because we could just say like whatever we whatever want we want. It's just like creative talking time. Well, I don't know. I think that maybe the next season of Down the Dunk is an Alex yep. Jones style podcast. Yeah, we're going we're going uh, eight hours a day. Um, Sorry, and, anyone who believes InfoWars. <laughs> yeah, there yeah. probably are some of you out there. Actually. It's going to be, uh, in, I don't know. When hey. I'm not good off the cuff at creating a podcast name. That's all right. Hey, keep Let's working. move on. Let's talk about actual NBA. Yeah. So something it's kind of just been in more for fun and enjoyable for the fan is there's these what look like kind of bootlegged videos that somebody's taking from these workouts that are taking place at, at UCLA. And it's basically just pickup ball. But what's happening over the last two weeks is it's been basically Russell Westbrook is calling all of the Thunder players, and they're all coming out to L.A. at some point to run with him in these leagues. And so the first video was uh, Diallo, Russ, Burton, and uh, Hall were the ones that were playing on the team. And that was fun to watch. But the one yesterday that came Ferguson out, was playing that yeah, day Ferguson too, that too. first day. And, and I don't know if it was, was it yesterday or the day before, either way, but I saw it yesterday. It was Russ, Paul George, Stephen Adams. It was like an actual yeah. lineup. Yeah, Schroeder was there. Yeah, Schroeder was there, and then it was... Uh, they also Burton was still there, mm-hmm. and then Hall was still there as well, and um, and Ray Ray was there, and Kyle Singler was N- there. That was the first one. First, yeah, I day. saw that. I like that th- that Russ does this like pre training camp, like just getting used to like like playing with these guys, and like not to where there's a structure, just playing basketball. I like that. I like that Russ does it, and I like that these guys all come. Like, that Schroeder's there, I think that's awesome. I think, I bet those guys love it, too. Like, the new guys, and Russ is yeah. like, hey, come out to L.A., play at UCLA gym, let's run together, let's play together. Yeah, I think so, too. I And it's, you saw it, so one of the things is this is, I mean, and I'm guessing, total speculation, but it seems like it's Russ setting these up, right? Like, surely that's what's happening. Yeah. I think 
Well, it seems like because there was a guy at you, an older guy who was yep. like talking about everyone. So I wonder if this is just a normal UCLA summer thing. Yeah, but yeah. then Russ just. But does, is Russ the one? I'm assuming Russ is the one that's instigating the. the oh, like, hey, Steve, come out to LA for a few days and we'll oh, play yeah. some basketball. Like, yeah. Hey, we need to start getting used to playing together. That's why it was watching that game yesterday. And at Robbie underscore Bennett has a question like on a scale of one to ten, how much irrational hype do these videos give you? Um, is Adam is Adam leaner? I didn't get that at first when I asked that, but is he a little slimmer? And who are the guys playing against? Blue players, big the big white guy keeps getting nice looks. And then somebody else asks uh, at AEC sixteen hundred. Uh, ask a question. I just want to speak on this a little bit. Is who do you think would get more rotation minutes between Diallo and Burton? Okay, so both of those questions. Number one is you can't get irrationally excited. Like just enjoy them. That's what I'm doing. Like it's just basketball, right? Like that's how starved I yes. get at this point I, yes. here. I hope Stephen Adams sees that Twitter question and asks if he looks leaner. Because whenever people ask me if like, oh, have you lost weight? You look great. <laughs> you it's always good. like the best day of my life. <laughs> like yes. <laughs> Everything's great. So I, I always tell him I just got baggier clothes. I'm oh, capable of handling. I'm capable of handling compliments. Like no, no you, you just gotta wear. You ever wear black shirts? <laughs> yeah, you look slimmer. No, I've been sick for two weeks. Yeah, uh, but here, so so a few things I do want to mention out of this is is the first thing is like there's not much you can take from it. I know that like they, none of them are playing defense. Like that's not the point of pickup yeah. games, right? Like there's probably times where they lock in and do some stuff, but there's some enjoyable moments to watch from it. So just really enjoy it. But also I think it's important to recognize like how important these moments to get used to each other on the court are. Right. Oh, yeah. So Dennis Schroeder being out there and I mean, he looked like in the, it's also a highlights. Like you don't see the whole game, but yeah, Schroeder knocking down mid range jumpers, Steven throwing an outlet past him. It was kind of fun to watch Schroeder finish at the rim. And that's fine. The, the one major takeaway that I took from it, as I just said, don't take anything from it. Uh, I think Burton, I think Burton is going to get legitimate time with this team. What makes you say that? Watching him play, number one, so a lot, and most of the time he was paired up, paired up against the Thunder main guys. And okay. Burton was, I mean, he just held his own. Like there's a few times he got beat off the dribble, but he guarded Russell. Like I think, and there, you know, I think Andrew said this before: is that the the team likes him. Like Presti thinks he can have, um, he just thinks he can be a potential rotation player for this team. But you just watch the thing that's the most surprising about Burton every time I watch him is his freak athleticism because he does not look that way. He's a little like thick daddy, not little, but he's kind of a thick daddy, and the dude can just fly across the gym and he had a dunk yesterday left hand you see that yeah left dunk? yeah and people were just like uh and i know like just knowing the personality of russell westbrook looking at burton i i can't help but think that russ is going to love yeah playing with yeah. this guy so we have a twitter question from at aec 1600 who wants to know who do you think will get more rotation minutes between diallo and burton I, yeah, and the reason I, I asked that just a second ago... We is, just asked that, Luke. Know, it's fine. We but, didn't ask that. But the reason yeah, I, we did. The reason I asked that is huh. because... That's all right. I snuck it in there. It's okay. Open huh. your open your ear holes. But the reason, that. the reason I asked that is because, for me, it's becoming, I think, clearer and clearer that Burton... Like, I don't know. Like, it's going to be kind of a battle between TLC and Abrinas and 
But I would not be surprised out of all of these guys we've been talking about that Burton is the one that ends up towards the end of the season. No, and he is an experienced basketball player, not in the NBA, but he played four years in college. He's 20, what, 22 or 23. So it's not like he's some young guy who has to, you know, still mature in his game and, and figure all these things out or put weight on. Like he's ready to go, you know. Ferguson was real skinny and little. Abrinas was real skinny and little yeah. when he came too. This is a guy who's like a fully developed man body and he's good and he's and he's strong as hell. Yeah. So it's like that's why if he has any kind of advantage, it's that one, right? And that's an advantage for him on defense too if he can get his feet right then he's already like yeah. that's half the battle yeah. it's just being strong enough and he showed at least enough offensive game to make you think you know i mean he could i don't think he would be a 40 percent three-point shooter but he can stretch a floor like you gotta you have to at least guard him out there i think he'll shoot if he gets enough attempts he can shoot in the third the mid 30s if he's in the corners like he can, and he'll probably play a position at which he will only be in the corners if he's outside the three-point line you know or or driving hard to the basket but uh I don't know. I think he could be a nice player. What did you say was half the battle? Being strong enough. That's Getting not true. What's half the battle? Uh, knowing it's half the battle. That's what, <laughs> that, that's what G.I. Joe taught me. No, but part of it, what Taylor is speaking to is so important, especially it's the, the, the differentiation between Diallo, Ferguson, and Burton. Like Those dudes are... And Ferguson has gotten bigger, right? He's on Muscle Watch 2018. But yeah. the other thing is he'll never be physically... He's so slight still. So like he's slight. still kind so, of a narrow. So Diallo's yeah. a little bit thicker, but he's still pretty slight as well. And yeah. Arenas is as well. Like the three of those guys, like like there's a chance. Now I don't I we'll have to see Burton against real NBA talent. Because going back to that question, like True. these are a bunch of some of them play college at UCLA, some of them are playing college at UCLA, some of the guys are just guys that play in LA pickup ball. And so it's not you're not playing great talent. So who knows what it'll actually be? Burton, like we'll start getting more and more glimpses of training camp. Uh, Burton, and then obviously whenever the season starts. But I just am trying to say, like, don't be surprised if the season comes up and Burton is getting real rotation minutes. Oh, he also played in professionally Korea, in right? South Korea last year, North Korea. So he's oh, very, wow. yeah, he's very <laughs> Man, strong. North Korea. Yeah, you know, Kim Jong Un has an eye for talent and the game. He's a he's a student of the he's a student <laughs> of the game. So he wouldn't bring him there unless he was he knew something. great. Yeah. yeah. Uh, also, I keep calling him DeAndre Burton. It's Deontay Burton. I was just clarifying I, that. I, if so I, I just, said DeAndre on this podcast, it's Deontay. Deontay. I just keep calling he, him Burton. And he's 24. Yeah. So he, uh, here's my thing. You better be good this year. Or you're not going to make it in the league, buddy. Yeah. Hey, get with it. Hey, guys, our next Twitter question is from at JS Vandalay who says today, Thursday, which is now yesterday, is National IPA Day. What style of beer do each of you enjoy the most? Cheers. It's a great time to talk about Anthem beers. Anthem. Because they, in honor of uh, National IPA Day, which I guess would make this IPA weekend. I just feel like we should just, it's kind (laughs) of like Christmas. Christmas is just the 25th, but it's really like. That's a lot more than that. Exactly. So in honor of that, that. you know, we are some IPA lovers and Anthem has just released a coffee infused IPA. The coffee is from a local coffee place, Elemental Coffee. And uh, and Elemental did a special coffee blend specifically for this IPA. And uh, 
This sounds pretty good. Yeah, so do you like coffee? Well, this you know what this means. You can drink it in the morning. I think so. This is the I think you're encouraged you to start your to. day with an IPA. Coffee IPA. Um they'll you also get it, I think you can only get it at the tavern. I do believe that's true. And they'll also have an India pale wheat ale. If you want something a little different, if you're not an IPA guy, I know you know different uh well, technically it's an IPA, but it's it's more wheat based, and so they'll have at least something that's similar to kind of those you know unfiltered wheat beers that are popular, and so they'll just oh, yeah. have a little different flavor. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, well, what, okay, co- what's your favorite? Con- what's your favorite? IPA. IPA. Oh, really? It's my go-to. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, I use Pilsners a lot over the summer, but if I'm drinking, like, if I have one beer to choose to drink, it'll be an IPA more than likely. Do you guys want to know um, how IPAs started? What they're from? Yeah, I know. What? But tell I, us. I want you, you to tell know? us the story. Go ahead. Give us some history. There were British when when India was still a colony. Yes, of, of England. Brit- yeah, of Britain. of Britain. The troops were there, and so the beer that they would send those troops was like cheap pale ale. And so what they do is they'd put more hops in it to to basically maintain flavor over the course of the trip from India to. Yep. Ah. So it tasted a lot different than the pale ale that they're serving there. And then when the troops came back, they liked it. They wanted. They it. liked it so much they wanted it, and so. Yep. Now we have IPA. Wow. Jay, you knew that? I did. My brother-in-law, he, he introduced me to IPAs. I did he told you that story. story. Boy, sit down for a minute. <laughs> is it before you have a sip, you Let have to tell you the history. history. <laughs> is, is, he, is he from Louisiana? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, great. I didn't know that story, and that was, that was nice to learn. Yeah, so in c- celebration celebrate. of IPA weekend. Celebrate, yeah, and you know what else? Celebrate good times. Come on. It's a celebration. Go on down to Anthem this weekend. Enjoy yourself a coffee-infused IPA or their wheat IPA. It's good. And tell them down to Dunk sent you. Yeah, tell them. They won't really know or care, but... But it's nice. Support the people that support us. That's right. As you always do. Oh, yeah. We love you. All right. Let's move on now to Twitter questions. Our question. first Twitter question oh, gonna do that. Yeah. comes <laughs> from at <laughs> dpuzzle23, who says, yay, Andrew. <laughs> and what experimental Billy D lineup do you want to see this year? His is Schroeder, Russ, Paul George, Dre, and Grant. Ooh-wee. And he also wants to know what player would you name your kid after? So, oh. hmm. Number one is I think that I like the idea of that lineup, but there, unless, unless Schroeder and Grant start shooting more consistently for three point line, like that's a horrible lineup. Cause all you'd have to do is just put five people in the lane or four people in the lane and then guard Paul George. Yeah. Like the only way I want to see this team play is on the fast break. And if they get in a half court set, that they just turn the ball over and and try to get a stop on defense because I, I think they would be able to do stuff in the half court, but I don't want to watch it. That's not why you put that team out uh, there. It's experimental. Yeah, I think it's an experiment. Whoa! It's but a I, trip. I've said this for a, for a while now. I think the Thunder are really, really banking on Grant uh, improving from the three point line, right? Like I, I'm obviously stating something that should be known, but it's one of those things. Like if Grant can get in that mid thirty range. Um, I re- which obviously the first year he's here, he shot an amount that we were like, I don't think this is sustainable. And it kind of came back to earth last year. But if Grant can be more consistent for the three point line, it opens up a ton of different rosters. 
I do wonder, and Taylor, maybe you can, you know, tell me if you ever do this. You would ever do this. Maybe. But, we'll see. So if you were an NBA coach, uh, but you look at, like, the Jazz last year. If you, you follow that um, playoff series, one of the things that got exposed to the Thunder is really their lack of another big guy that could compete with Derek Favors. Like, would you ever, just talking experimental lineups, you think Billy D, a la Ennis Cantor, will ever run Adams and Noel together? I don't know. And also, was... Is that the was that the main takeaway you got from that from the Jazz series? Yeah, um, it was huge. Like I think the Thunder win the series if Derek Favors doesn't just go off in game two. I I thought it was a lack of that perimeter defender, another perimeter defender. Yes, uh, absolutely. But but what I'm saying, so that's something that at least you think with yes. Drake coming back. Is right fixed, with Drake right. coming back, that's true. So would you play Stephen Adams and yeah, was it Nerlens? Yeah. God no. You don't think so? No. Because if you're going to use two bigs, like you're just going to have Grant well, out there the whole time. Yeah, and the difference is if they play, like the Jazz can play, um, oh, God, Derek Favors, and he can still hit jumpers, like mid-range jumpers. So you can still get some kind of offense that's away from the rim a little bit. But with Steven Nerland, Steven you don't really get. Both players play towards yeah. the rim. Yeah. Yeah, and I get, but even thinking about those Ennis lineups, I guess Ennis could shoot, but he didn't. I don't remember him shooting a ton of jump shots. Uh, no, that's true. He would, I don't know. Steven just, and Ennis didn't play together that much. Though. Yeah, I, I, you just remember it more because it happened a lot in that Spurs series. I just think matchup yeah. base. If you're talking experimental, yeah. I think having New Orleans, who's, who's more naturally a shot blocker and a, a rim protector, like having him and Adams on the floor together is at least somewhat intriguing to me. Yes, but the thing, also the thing with Steven Ennis was you could say, okay, on offense, Steve, get out of the way a little bit. Ennis is going to do that. Right. On defense, Ennis, go hide over here, Steve. Like, they're they're two different kind of specialty players, and you could do that. And with Steven Nerlens, they're kind of like, Nerlens is a different version of Steve. Yeah. You know? Another experimental lineup that I kind of want to look at is, is, do you think the Thunder will ever just go like a hyper offense and have Schroeder, Abrinas, Ferguson, you know, oh, then you God. put, you know, like, would you ever have, would you ever have Ferguson and Abrinas on the court at the same time or a TLC and those guys or one of those guys? Maybe, but you just like, do you trust them offensively enough? Because you will have a super offense, maybe, but you for sure will have a super bad defense. So do you even trust them enough on offense at this point to where yeah, you're like, well, if you put them out there, they'll score. Will it be I enough don't. of a plus on offense to make up for how bad of a negative it'll be on defense kind of thing? Yeah, and I don't really, none of them have shown any signs of consistency that would lead me to trust them on offense like that, you know? I just, the space, man, that's all I can think about. But yeah, you're right. I mean, it's such an, it would be such a negative on one side of the cord that it's not. And that's a for sure. Like the for sure negative is there, or the for sure thing is they're bad on defense. The hopeful thing is that they're good on offense. So the real question we need to ask yes, here is, is, who are you going to name your kid? Who are you going to name your kid after? Uh, Shaquille. Shaquille Stevens. Oh, wait, you we can pick anyone? Yeah. Oh. He just said player. Okay. Uh, Shaquille Stevens. That's a great name. And I got to call him Shaq Stevens. Yeah. That might be even better. That is really cool. That is pretty good. What about you, Tayshawn? Oh, God. Porzingis. <laughs> but you're, are you going to use his last name? Yeah, I'm. Gonna, yeah, he's going to be Porzingis Dickerson. That's good. I like that. They're, 
you can do that. I'll tell you what they can't do is write their full name into an ACT. Do <laughs> 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 right. have to use the use squares? The they, yeah. they run out of. They run I out have of seventy-five letters in my first and last name. Uh, I would go with Timote. <laughs> Timote Smith. <laughs> I'll say uh, Smith. Porzingis. It'd be a hyphenated last name. <laughs> Porzingis, Big Magic Johnson Dickerson. That's, that's good. His, that's my kid's name. With Shaquille, like uh, uh, me and my dad have the same middle name, and so my what son most likely Reed. So my son most likely will. So Shaquille Reed Stevens. It kind of flows. You could just Shakreed. No, Shakreed. Shakreed. <laughs> no, I don't what think that stupidity. works. Hey, we got to keep going, man, because we got to get. Uh, we got a whole bunch of oh, people roll out for you guys. Right. Oh man. Our next Twitter question comes from at Caleb underscore Jones underscore who wants to know, will the Thunder have the best defense next year? It seems that even OKC's bench will be stout defensively. The uh, best defense like in the league? Best in the league. So let me expand this. Top five? I yes. Think, it, yes. It could be top five. I think top five. I think top five for sure. I, I would disagree with Caleb. Thanks for the question, but I would disagree. I think their bench is will not be because Schroeder's about not I mean he's historically a bad defender yeah uh and one then, of the worst point guard defenders by the way like literally bottom three yeah which is hard like how minutes. much do you take out of Atlanta whatever but and then you also like with Noel yes you do have a potential if he's he's somebody that's getting good minutes if you have him and Grant together obviously that's some you can at least protect the rim like you're going to be difficult to score at the rim but your perimeter is going to have so many problems but the, yeah. but, but we we were a one of the top defenses last year when Robertson was there, and we had Carmelo. And I think the guys that we added are going to be better defenders than Carmelo. And so I think we could be better defensively last year. And last year, when we were playing and on, I think we were top five defense. Any of the guys that will take Melo's minutes are going to give better defense than Melo did. That's for sure. So if it's Jeremy Grant or if it's Patrick Patterson, who's just yeah. a smart player. So, and he'll just be better at good team defense. So I, I think I, the starters will be top five. I really think they will be top five for the year, but I'm kind of with you on the bench. Like depending on who's plays well enough to get those minutes, there's a lot of, there's a lot of guys that you just don't really know. Like yeah. if they're good at defense or not. Yeah, and the whole yeah, and that is the other thing is there are guys like I don't know what TLC brings. There's yeah. Nader on the floor. Like yeah. if he is, like he doesn't supposedly bring much defense. Is Ferguson either, like, better? Is Abrinus ever gonna get better? Yeah. Or or be consistent at least. Right. right. Like there's moments where you see all of these guys and they, they perform well on defense in spots, but there's just a consistency or a forgetting yeah. where you're supposed to be. And and then to add Schroeder is kind of a well, Schroeder's not much different than Russ. He is not as good of a defender, but Russ isn't Russ gets lost or lazy a little right. bit too. But if you look at that second unit, that's where it's gonna drop off. Like I think the starting unit could be top two, you know, like Yeah. You never know who ends up, you know, has a breakout season and becomes one of those defensive teams that's in the top two or three. But if you add Patrick Patterson in the place of Mello and Dre's back to, let's say, 85%, 90% of what he was, mm-hmm. like, that's a fantastic defense. Faux uh, show. I agree. So And, I, like, Memphis is going to be good this year again. Sure. Um, the Spurs, I don't They know surely got to take a step back. If you're getting real yeah. minutes from Rudy, DeMar DeRozan, you lost Danny Green and Kawhi. Like, yeah. I know Kawhi. Yeah. They're, they're not going to be. No, they're, they're not going to be. They will not be. Now, DeJounte is good. I mean, obviously, the Warriors will be good, but theirs is 
you know, that backs off. Their defense especially disappears during the regular season. Yeah. Yeah. And not like Cousins is going to help that rating go up. True. True. Uh, hey, guys, let's move on to our next Twitter question. It comes from at Sam to the wood who says, congrats, Andrew. And with Brian Davis gone, who would you like to see as the next voice of the thunder? And what fictional character would be best suited for the job? So, uh, I would like to see me. Okay. I think I'd do great. I think you would end up saying something on accident that gets you in trouble. I don't think, well, maybe I would just say something inappropriate. You'd say like little boy pee pee. <laughs> and then you'd be suspended for <laughs> yeah, then Luke's career. In oh life. no. Well, <laughs> you're possibly right. You'd say something like that that you think sounds funny, like the sounds sound funny, but then you're like, wait, dude, why did you say that? It'd be hard, guys. His job is hard, and it is. It is. Yeah. And, you know, I don't know. As far as fictional characters, like, it's hard for me. My initial thought went right back to Dodgeball and how awesome Jason Bateman and the guy from Office Space would be calling really pretty much anything. Also, because I love, like, Jason Bateman. I just love that guy, right? Bring yeah. him in. Yeah. You, you, know, who, you know who I actually would like to do this? Um, and it's not a fictional character. It's an actual people. It's uh, Tara Lipinski and the, the skater that call the Olympic skating. Scott. Uh, it's the guy that wears the really big hats and at, like, the Kentucky oh, Derby know. and stuff. I don't know. It's not Scott Hamilton. Uh, but it's Tara Lipinski and that guy that do uh, that. I think they'd be really good. They're very fun to listen to. Hmm. I have no idea who you're talking about. You don't know? Do they have great chemistry? They have great chemistry. Some of the best. Do you not watch Olympic skating? No, man. Well, Olympics aren't a sport. God, you're so wrong. Is it Johnny Weir? Yep. Johnny Weir. That would be great. You know what else would be good? Is, you know the character Will Ferrell and uh, uh, Molly Shannon have yeah. been doing? That'd when be they did fun. like the royal wedding and yeah. stuff. Yeah, that would be good. Hey, so just real quick to go back to that defensive question, just because I finally got it pulled up here. So here's the top. So the Thunder finished the season at 10 in defensive rating, which obviously dropped off post-Dre. So number one, Boston. I think Boston will still be one yeah, or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Utah Boston. will be one or two. Then you have Philly, San Antonio, Toronto, Houston, Miami, Portland, Golden State. Ooh, Golden Toronto's State. gonna be really good. Toronto will be year. really good. Yeah. Uh I think Spurs drop off a little bit. I think the Rockets drop off a little bit. A I think the Thunder will be in that top five range. Dude, the Rockets are gonna drop ten to twelve spots. I really think so. That's a hot take. We'll I keep that for not, you. I don't oh, think it's that hot because they took away their, their two They're, best yeah. perimeter defenders. And they added Carmelo. And they added Carmelo. Yeah, I see that. I agree. Yeah, and Ennis and what is James Ennis? Is that his name? I yeah. don't know anything about him, but I feel like a lot of people are putting a lot of stock in him. Being uh, they, they are, and he's that's happened for five years now. People are like, I think, I think this is the year James Ennis finally right. clicks for him in the league. But he's like 27 or 8 or something. I mean, he's been trying for a long time. I don't think he's going to break out there doesn't seem like it all right moving on all right next twitter question comes from always in forever art who says last year we broke single game records for three pointers made do you think we will surpass that this year with russ working on his three-point shot patterson starting paul george being healthy and abrinus having more opportunities if so 
How many threes in one game? So the record was accomplished against Memphis last year, 17 threes in a game. That's what the Thunder set their record uh, or set the single game record for them. And now that's only Thunder. The Sonics hit more than that at some point is what I read yesterday. So all that to say, I do think that Thunder will score more. I, one of the other things you saw, now Russ will do this from time to time, but I think the biggest question mark, and Andrew has mentioned this and Michele and even Alex have said this as well, like, Will Russ play off the ball? And yesterday in that UCLA scrimmage, which once again, don't take much away from it. But if you look at that UCLA scrimmage, like there was a play where Russell off the ball, made his way to the corner and knocked down a corner three. Like if that becomes part of the repertoire for this team, I think you could get up to 20. I think 20 is not. I think 20, 20 is a good number to circle me like. I want this. Yeah, that could be a goal, right? Like if that's what you want to do, if you want to move the ball faster, if you want to move the ball around the perimeter more, like 20 is a number you need to work towards. All right. Taylor, what do you think? Um, No. You think they'll get there or no? No. Hey, man. I don't. Unless we start seeing these uh, Stephen Adams, uh, Juicy Joe Kim Noah, there's a video release yesterday of him hitting threes. And Knicks fans were like, Oh, yeah, he's back. Oh, no. <laughs> yes. Joe Kim Noah's having a hoodie mellow summer right now. Uh, he made he made like literally two threes in a row and then ran to the other end of the court like, yeah. So unless Lord. we see that with Steven Adams, all he's got to do is make two threes. But I think it, and it also comes back to the question of who are the rotation perimeter players. Yes. And if Jeremy Grant is there, if Jeremy Grant has a three three-point game then yes maybe they can get to 20 but yeah. you also look at abrinas ferguson tlc nader like whoever it is that lands burton whoever it lands whoever lands as kind of the rotation perimeter players like yeah i mean they could change yeah. it if they have a good night too and russ and pg like with three-point shooting they can get streaky so it's like if like russ has had games where he's hit five threes yeah. you know and same with pg where they can just have a really great I think hot that game. I think right? that same hot. night he I think he set like the he had like seven Who did? Paul George did that that night. Oh yeah. 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 All right. Let's move on to our next Twitter question. Oh, it's time for our fun ones. Yeah. Fun ones. Silly ones. It comes from at DJ underscore frijoles who wants to know what your go to karaoke song. Go on Luke. Mine is one week by the bare naked ladies. <laughs> I'm phenomenal at it. I've done it probably into the triple digits. Can you give me a taste. Give no. me five seconds. I can't. One night. Five seconds. What's no. it called? One week. One week. One week. It's been. Yeah, it's been. It just if you because the because that's what starts the song, and so you have to watch the count off. And if you get that, if I can get that. I'm, I'm great, but if I don't, it messes up the whole song. But I, is the countdown in karaoke? Is it the bar that's yeah. getting more full or less? It's like full? Four, five, five, <laughs> five like squares, and they count. You still off. karaoke much? Uh, uh, not as much as I used to. There was a, but era, I did, but I did last weekend. There was an era of the podcast <laughs> where, yes, Thursday nights at some dive bar like on Tenth Street or something. Mm-hmm. Luke would go karaoke every Thursday night, and it was, it was almost a guarantee every Friday morning he was not going to make it to yes. the podcast. Or if he came to the podcast, he was hungover. Yes. So I was, it was JJ's Saloon, which RIP, gone too soon. RIP. Oh, too soon. It was a great, great bar because if you liked karaoke, you could go and sing 
five to ten karaoke songs in a night. I mean, you could wow. really you could crank them out because no one else was there. But eventually, like a, like a kickball league started going there, and, and like by the time I we it shut down, like there was a lot of people there, kind of. Mm. And uh, why did it shut down then? Because the owner of the kickball league bought it and rebranded it. Oh, and, like, it's that bar. Well, I don't think it's open anymore. I don't think I've never been out of spite. But what are your guys' go-to karaoke songs? Well, I haven't gone karaoke in a long time, but usually I go Creed. Here's the thing, and like I think you get this too. If you pick a song that has a singer that you can like imitate or mock, it kind of takes away from the uncomfortability of you singing a song in front of a lot of people. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you can make it a joke, then it's way better. So I always it, pick a Creed song. It has to be that, right? Like I don't. I yeah. Feel like anytime somebody gets up there, this is like their America's Got Talent audition during karaoke i'm like i i need to go outside it's hard well it just depends <laughs> really whenever you're doing it no one's, uh, I gotta no one's watching crap. no uh, it's but it is like how do you it's all about doing the song that people can join in with that's funny that's true yeah i mean that's what it is you gotta, you gotta, so you gotta like, know the crowd you gotta feel the crowd yeah like people do friends in low places which is overplayed but for me it's like i would always like if i was going to sing a song like one of my favorite songs to sing in the car is better man by pearl jam but i would in a million years not ever sing that why Be, oh because you sing it seriously yeah in the car, I'm like, yeah saying. exactly i'm like um, for a moment i'm eddie vetter disappeared <laughs> but eddie vetter is a is a good one it to is. pick for it karaoke is. Because jeremy jeremy would be a funny one. Oh, that's jeremy true. would be jeremy spoken we need Clearly to have i remember we need to have a down on a board. karaoke night we do we need to finish do next line <laughs> nope. singing singing on the boy. Beep. the harmless Beep. little Man, uh, that's Don't a great. Do it. Don't do that's it. a great song. All right, let's move on to our next. Also, also picking one that was my favorite. But do I have a list on my phone of about fifty songs I can do? Yes. Give me a couple other ones. Uh, here. Well, let me think. Yeah, you pull uh, out any Prince? I do. <laughs> no. I like. Do you really? da- I, I yeah, I like Darling Nikki, mm. which uh, is really, really, really good. Um, hold on, I'm pulling up my playlist That's so right. I can actually get this. So I'll move on to the next question. Nope, you, I've okay. got it. Dang, okay, right, my there fault. it is. Um, I like um, Sugar We're Going Down by Fall Out Boy. I can uh, do really well, yeah. but it's kind of annoying. Oof, that's annoying. Um, and then I, I... had a buddy that that was his ringtone, and it was text and ringtone. Oh, um, And he man. always had his phone on loud, like on, yeah. not on vibrate. And so it was like, we're going down, down. Ugh. All the time. We're Who going down, down. Say, say the name. I'm not going to. He knows. Say the name. He's not listening, but. Say the name. We, we lived with like three or four other guys at that time, and it was like we all oh, would just go into a rage. Say it. Say I'm, it. I'm a big fan of Everybody by Backstreet Boys. Oh, yeah. You We've talked about that. Uptown Funk by uh, Bruno, Bruno Mars. Okay. That's the song. You, you want to know, it's see me good. on a dance floor? Yeah. Man, that, that, that gets the people going. Me and Virginia by train. I, there's a bunch that I got. Um, I got a bunch. I love. Me and Virginia. Love. <laughs> I, I, am, I, I love karaoke. I really do. But we got to move on. Next Twitter question comes from at J.S. Vandalay, who wants to know our favorite album 
from the nineties. This was such a hard this question. This is to me, I have I have an immediate answer. There's a billion great albums. Of <laughs> there's the 90s, like though. no there's the ni- there's so many good genres but, that were the golden age in no, the nineties. But of those, there's one golden I, I can't wait perfect to hear this album. What? And that is Lincoln Park Hybrid Theory. <laughs> it's really good. From start to finish, I know every single word of every single song. Bangers. There's, there's no way there's no way to answer this where somebody that's listening does not have an a, like a moment of anger at us because it's like i'm looking at the top let's say the top 10 albums of all time or of the 90s nirvana's Nevermind, yeah uh okay computer by radiohead octung baby by u2 you have uh siamese dream by smashing pumpkins also yeah uh melancholy and the infinite sadness from smashing pumpkins odalay from beck illmatic from nas like there were so many freaking great albums. And the one I'm going to land on go because it was my favorite album of the nineties. The one that I remember more than anything, third eye blind, their self-titled release. Their uh, really top from beginning to end. I can tell, I can literally, I could play them on the drums. I could sing them every single song in the entire thing. Dang dude. There's so, so there's grunge. There's like so many good rock albums. 10 by Pearl Jam. Yeah. Anything Soundgarden put out. The Miseducation of Lauryn Hill. Beastie Boys, Check Your Head. I mean, 36 Chambers, Wu-Tang. You have Midnight Marauders. The Chronic by Dr. Dre. Uh, The 90s are going to, hey, the one, the one I listened to, go Go, Jay. What? No, no, no. I was going to say, what what album do you want to, what album do you listen to? If you're going to go back to an album. I love Rage Against the Machine. Evil Empire. I just can listen to that album a billion trillion times. Uh, dude, yeah, Rage Against the Machine. You're not even talking about not even just that one, but you're talking about their freaking first album, the self-titled. Yes. Well, all of their albums are in the '90s too. So you can Battle of Los Angeles. Yeah. Ooh. Red Hot Chili Pepper, Blood Sugar, Sex Magic. I mean, there are literally a million. So this is what's happened to me: is the '90s now? Like you all, <laughs> that's like, our I, classic like, rock. Classic rock. <laughs> yes. There is no decade of music that I think is better than the nineties. Yeah. Now. Like it's for some reason that's how it's kind of turned in. Oh, man. I read these our things. kids low are end theory of Tribe Called Quest. Every Biggie album. I'm starting. True, yeah, I'm true. starting to get that with early two thousands music. Like since I started getting like uh, into like vinyl records, like every I was like, oh, I got to get this. They're all from like two thousand two to two thousand six. But oh, reasonable doubt, Jay Z. Yeah. yeah, use your illusions by Guns and Roses. It'll where, well, where, where's Hybrid Theory, Lincoln Park on that list? Uh, that was number one. Uh, yeah, sorry. Oh, great. I Metallica's so. Black Album, not Black Album. That was Jay Z also in the nineties? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, that would have been early. I don't 2000s. know. No, it wasn't. So the nineties were awesome. And uh, hey, this is what I want you to do. If you follow us and you were a Four. fan of nineties music, let us know what your favorite album is, and then turn some up today on your Friday. Hey, yeah, crank it. Oh, right. Madonna, Ray of Light. Of course, that how could I forget? Top. Hey, guys, our next Twitter question comes from at Road Crew One, who wants to know what concerts are you looking forward to? Do you have any coming up? No. So I just I, I wrote this in there to say a few things. Number one is like I, the only bucket list concert. I want to see Foo Fighters, and I've had the opportunity a thousand times, mm. and I've never done it. I've never pulled the trigger. Are you a big grohl head? Huge. Oh. Huge. But I've never, oh, yeah. tickets have gotten so expensive for every concert and it makes me yeah. so mad. Well, also the older we get, the more I'm realizing that the concerts I want to go to are end up being like arena shows. I don't like arena shows. I don't either, but like if... You have no other choice. I'm not going to see Justin Timberlake at the Blue Door. That's the thing is like the uh, music you would, listen to now. I would, I mean, I'd pay yeah. like $1,000 to yeah. sit in the Blue Door with Justin Timberlake. But I, I'm not a big concert guy really either, um, but... 
I think it's coming from like in high school going to horrible, horrible local shows and seeing just, just (laughs) bad live music that tainted me forever. But I would like to not like a specific person, but I would like to go to the Red Rocks amphitheater. So that's what I was going to say. I would like to go there and see see something like, I'd like to see something that like Dave Matthews band, like not something that'd be like, Oh, I've got to see Dave, big Dave head. I am a big Dave head. But I like it to see him there. I think it'd be really, really, really good. Saw Incubus there. Was it Incubus good? Incubus and Deftones. Oh, that's How pretty was awesome. Was it the best? It was, it was awesome. But that's the kind of show you want to go to at Red Rocks, yeah. right? Like kind of a yeah hippy-dippy. A couple of our friends went and saw Incubus open for Jimmy Eat World. Ooh. Or vice at versa. Red Rocks? Yeah, at Red Rocks. Yeah. I have to think Jimmy Eat World was opening for Incubus. I don't know. They're they, about the same. They were switching. I don't on know. The they, were, they were like co-headlining. So depending on where they were. Because they're kind of both the same, right? They're both in the same ca- like tier, I think, for I sure think so. at hmm. this point. Um, I'm going to Tulsa. Tulsa or Dallas? I think Dallas. To see Minus the Bear. Are you familiar with that band? I, I, I've heard of them. Yeah. Well, they're they're breaking up, so it's like their last tour. So I'm going with them, my brother. That's in November. But I don't go to shows as much as I used to. Oh, I have one. I'm actually the only one I'm planning to go to like in the next year. I think it's in October is in Dallas and it's Childish Gambino because mm. he says he's going to stop making music. I've seen him before. I'd like to see him again. Really? I saw him like right when he was starting. What kind of uh, concert people are you guys? What kind of concert dudes are you? I'm going to stand there, <laughs> bob my head. Are you in the front, in the middle, in the back, I'm in to the, the back. side? I'm in the back. I'm in really? the middle to back, yeah. The good thing with us is we're all tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm letting you know, like my preference now, sit down. You find yeah. me a venue where I can sit down, like Civic Center. Love Civic Center. I saw Coldplay at the like, Civic uh, Center in like 2003. Like Brady four. Theater. In Tulsa. Brady Theater is pretty Brady good. Theater's great. Um, so, like in the past year, this I've seen Broken Social Scene, Ryan Adams, and maybe that's it. And then uh, where'd you see Ryan Adams, Brady? Tulsa? No, in uh, Canes. Oh, at Canes. Yeah, I saw I Jimmy. Canes. I saw Jimmy Earl at Canes, which is a great show. Oh, oh, I saw. Everything's good at Canes. Have you been to a bad show at Canes? No, they're always great. I saw Ryan Adams there. I saw. I also saw. I don't know if this is a year, but it was around a year ago. Dashboard Confessional and uh, Taking Back Sunday together, <laughs> and it was it was phenomenal. A year ago, around a year ago, yeah, it was at a uh, Criterion. Really? And it was, oh yeah, I and it was that. great. Yeah, I loved it. Oh, I saw uh, Criterion's pretty good. In the, if you live in OKC, good. Criterion is a pretty good venue. They just can't get a whole bunch of great acts yet. Like, you, I, from what I heard somebody say, this like you have to kind of work your way up yeah. to be a reliable venue. Like Tower yeah. Theater's trying to get there as well. Yeah, like Oklahoma City's trying to have a couple venues that are really yeah, cool. Yeah, but I think when they're doing that, they get more interesting people. Yeah, I just it's not mainliners like right. Yeah. You don't know them. That's so true. Well, I, yeah. I saw Ben Rector. I saw the first show at the Criterion. I saw Ben Rector there. It was great. That was fantastic. I actually went to Perkins, Oklahoma, which is a small town outside of Stillwater, and they have an old church that they turned turned into this local music venue, and they brought out this guy named Dale Watson and the Lone Stars, which is this like super honky tonk country guy, and you're sitting in pews, or not pews. I guess they actually have chairs, but you're sitting in this old like old church building and this awesome rockabilly country band is playing and it was like the most and you're sitting down beer in your hand byob they have a potluck dinner beforehand byob and byof and bring your own french fries oh my gosh all right right. i love concerts man 
But they've got to be good and comfortable. That's I, I just, if, if I have one, I'm excited for it. That like I'm going to go to, but I'm not just like, I'll see anyone live. This is like, it's totally changed. I used to just be excited to go to a show. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like in general, like it could be a crappy band. And now it's like, it's such a pain in the butt to go to a show. It yeah. better be good. Okay. Next Twitter question comes from at DJ underscore Frioles. Who wants to know tacos or burritos Ooh. and how many of each can you eat in one sitting? This is way easier for me than I thought this it is, would be. Th- this, this is very season. easy for me. Mine is tacos. Mine's burritos. Tacos all day. What? Tacos. Yeah. I thought tacos. we were all going to say this. Boom. Explain yourselves. Because this is why if I'm going to have to like if I go to tacos like say if I'm even if I'm going to Taco Bell or if I'm going to like fuzzies I can get a bunch of different types of tacos like if I go to Taco Bell I can get like all the three Doritos Locos flavors if I go to fuzzies three? yeah uh, <laughs> ranch, not cheese cool ranch nacho cheese and fiery oh, okay huh. yeah the fiery's fiery. kind, of, kind of kind of uh People don't talk about it enough. It's good. It's kind of fired. And then at uh, and then at Fuzzies, I can get a bunch of different meats. I can get hard. Have you been soft. to Torchy's Tacos yet? No, I've heard it's very good. Oh my, gosh. it's good. Man. So that's what's the game changer for me. So I go to Torchy's, and I mean, it's just I could eat I could eat four tacos from there in a sitting, and I'm that's a that's something because they're gigantic. Um, oh, where they're is pretty it? Pretty inexpensive too. No, they're good. Torchy's is good. Torchy's is real good. The place that's on the lake, um, there's Louis. Louis. They used to have on Mondays dollar tacos. It was great. Yeah. Oh man, I don't great. know. I just, for me, it's like you could also like. I loved going to Mexico and doing street tacos, right? Where they just yeah yeah yeah. So, yeah. so limes, so cilantro. So uh, defend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, your, defend your bad choice. I love Chipotle. I I eat Chipotle what? at least once a week. Dude, they are literally they, they, making people sick yeah. every other day. No, they're not. That uh, was like three years no, ago. No, that was like, it happened that was like yesterday. a year ago. And they had they a did. free guac day and they totally botched it. Okay. I mean, I don't, I like their food, guys. Mm, Leave me alone. Man. Cordoba, okay. Cordoba is so much no, better. No, it's not. Yes, Cordoba, it is. No, 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 it's, no, no. It's a, I've, I, I, yes. No. Cordoba is so bland and crap. Okay. You just like Cordoba because of queso. Uh, what no, happened? That ain't right. <gasps> People are getting sick from Chipotle again. Uh-huh. Is it? Is it true though? Hold on to your butts. It's <laughs> about oh, to spew diarrhea. It's about to spew diarrhea. Here's the thing so, with the burrito though. I don't like hard tacos anymore. Soft tacos I'll do because it's basically a mini burrito. Corn or flour? Uh, flour. See, I'm a corn guy. But you want to go corn if you get uh, street tacos, right? True. True. But flour if you want to like put stuff in there. But tacos are messy. In burritos, I can put a bunch. Of, I can put rice in there, beans in there, meat in there. You veggies can do in that there, for tacos, that. but you are correct that but it's, it's going like to overflow the tortilla. It's it's way too much work on a burrito. On a you taco. can fold it up into a nice little package. Yep, uh, and you eat it, and you get like all those things you said, where you can get different things. You can put them all in a burrito. <laughs> so, but the, <laughs> you his, can eat them all at once. But the, his question: How many can you eat in one sitting? You can only eat one, one burrito. One burrito, yeah. depending on where it is. I remember the first time I had chipotle because. Chipotle didn't wasn't in Oklahoma City until you know the last ten years. Yeah, mm. and we would travel like we would go to Chicago. I had buddies that lived in Chicago. We go to Chicago and like one of the places we'd have was Chipotle. They're like, dude, you gotta have this burrito. I remember the first time I saw one of those burritos I was like, this thing is the size of my arm. Yeah, yeah. Someone was saying though, I, no, I, I think it was now, now, now it's like them. standard. I know. I think <laughs> it was on, which one of the seventeen burrito places do you want to go to? I think it was on Twitter. Someone was saying like. Chipotle, like in the last five years, their quality has gotten noticeably worse, though. 
don't like, know. I haven't noticed. I would have to eat enough to have yeah, been That's able what to I've heard. And I guess what? Chipotle, man. Ugh, they don't, they don't have queso. I'm sorry, but they do now. Uh, see, that is why they suck. They should, if they're not going to have it, just never have it. I've heard it's Don't not bring good, in though. bad queso. <laughs> you can't get onto them for not having queso. Yeah. And then when they have queso, they're like, I hate that you brought in queso. Well, they Be sold out. Yourself. They sold out. They and did not. Yes, they did. And they brought in bad queso. They didn't even sell out well. I will say it's not that good. The queso isn't that good. Oh. I don't get queso when I go there. Huh. Huh. Well, chalk one up. I their, think their ingredients, when they're not making people sick, Here's the thing, too. I think they're making people sick because they try to use fresh ingredients, guys. Yeah. That's a problem. You yeah. Don't want fresh. So, sorry, they're you don't trying put to preservatives use fr- in it. You yeah. know what happens? Sometimes you get Man. sick. Yeah. Luke and Jay, one. Taylor, zero yeah. on that one. All right, next. Twitter. Only because you could have let Chipotle us, makes people sick. Let us know. Burrito. Let us know if you're a taco or burrito person. Yeah, yeah let burrito us know. Burrito heads. Um, next. Twitter question comes from at Dakari Sanchez who wants to know, would you rather be able to eat whatever you want and not gain any weight or have an infinite supply of your favorite beverage? There's no question. The answer eat to this. everything eat I want and anything not gain and anything. gain no weight. You know why? Cause you would go, I'd go to a Chinese buffet every lunch. <laughs> well, that's, <true. laughs> that's so true. But the other thing is that <laughs> the clothes that I have and own right now, yeah. I would like to have for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. Like they're great. And I love and I, I and I don't but if I get fatter or skinnier, I'll have to throw them all out. Yeah, it's a weird moment when half of your closet clothes shrank without ever washing them. <laughs> I know. Yeah. How does that I happen? I try on my clothes. Honey, our closet, yeah. What's has, happened? Have your clothes been shrinking in that closet? I think there's a humidity issue What's in going there. On? <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. like going there to start putting on my winter dress shirts and I'm like, oh, Mm. <laughs> and his an buttons infant- are struggling for life right now. And an infant supply of your favorite beverage. I, I assume he's referring to beers. I would or, assume or soda. But the th- but the thing is that used to be my favorite beverage was Dr Pepper. Yeah. In college, I would drink six to eight Dr Peppers a day. That is nuts. Luke. Yeah, I would. And it was guess what? It was great. <laughs> but guess what? If I could, I don't do it. Guess why? Because that's two thousand. That's two thousand calories of just nothing, <laughs> and so I stopped doing it. So now I drink like I haven't had. I haven't had a you, soda like in a, a, a day's year worth, and a half. A day's worth of meals in Dr. Pepper's oh, in yeah. sugar. Yes, that's two thousand calories of sugar. I know. I miss it. It was great. If you check so yourself even for free diabetes, even if I had like an infinite supply of that, but I still gained weight, I'd be gigantic. I bet your True. breath was so weird during that time. Like, it smell like Dr. Pepper. Yeah, so but like, great. you know how when you drink a bunch of soda and your spit gets like real thick and like there's some dirty corn syrup smell? No, I don't. <laughs> you're not fully swallowing, it sounds like. You're leaving some in there. I, will, I mean, you, when you swallow, you have remnants of. He gargles with soda. Uh, I don't know about that. But <laughs> what do you mean? But so this question, there's no question. Eat whatever you want. Yeah, not gain top, yeah. A top yeah. three pleasure in life is food. Right, not, you want to go over them? and those people that nope drugs, yeah, <laughs> sex, food. Oh, there you go. Uh oh, okay, muted. Oh, yeah, no. Okay, let's move on to our next Twitter question. Ooh, comes from at Cade Maters One, who wants to know. They didn't get to it on the Wednesday pod, but what's up with all the mutes dealt out to Jay lately? 
is the spiritual father of the group going through a midlife crisis. No, the, Jay. The thing is, he's actually being the spiritual father. He's sticking up for the uh, oppressed. It really is what it is. is. So it's so two things. Number one is like Taylor thrives on mutes. Like that's the thing is if we stop giving him the gratification of mutes, he most of the time stops doing it. That's why he freaked out last week and created one of my top five podcast moments ever, which is I shouldn't say that. But here's what happens to me. Number one is like being muted is the most shameful experience for me <laughs> like i feel genuinely like oh what's wrong with me and then the other thing is i just i've i've known taylor now for a long time and taylor i just is my boy man and so i'm sticking up for him he and sticks up he also stole my mic class here's the other thing is that he gets <laughs> muted but he still wants to complete the joke or whatever he's saying so he'll lean over into your microphone which then gets you muted that's, i would say half the time that's the and issue. my knox joke was just that good i'll take a mute for that one. Oh yeah that knocks it that don't knocks is knox don't knocks is knoxes okay here is the but next no midlife crisis not yet next twitter I hope i'm question. not midlife <laughs> well how 72 and that's a great. I mean, that's a great time to go. Yeah, you that's take under you, no. That's under the life expectancy. Jay, take what you can get, man. Yeah, enjoy man, every. Like, enjoy. Give me, hey, just give me eighty. Enjoy every moment. Okay. If you died at seventy-two, you'd die like sharp. You know, like you miss the sad end. Because no, true. The thing is, if but you die, kind of like if you die at seventy-two, you die three years too late. Go out sixty-nine. <laughs> okay, and go out doing what you love. No, boom. All right, our next Twitter question comes from at Christian Reese underscore who wants to know which Thunder player would Andrew pick as his new baby's godfather and why? It has to be Burton. It's his favorite person on the team right now. And he doesn't even know him. That's dangerous godfather decision. Well, yeah. Who would it really be? I think he'd pick Russ. I think he. I think we've asked him this question before. He would not pick Russ. I think he would. No, not now. Steve? I think now knowing him, I think he wouldn't. Steve would be good. Yeah. Although it what, seems like Russ is, is pretty what good. What is the role of the? the, the what did the Godfather Basically, do? Godfather's like worst case scenario. You you take him if they become yeah, parents. Aren't you Asher's Godfather? Oh, am I? No, I don't think I am. I don't. <laughs> no, think, I do not think he. I is. don't. I don't think I am, and I don't think that his kids have godparents. If, I don't think so either. Because I don't if, think that's a real thing. Because if they do, my feelings are hurt. What is God? What is what is that godparent? I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I don't have. Them. It's basically just an affirmation of your friends. Yeah, it's like, hey, good job, friend. Sounds like you're idolizing your friend to me. <laughs> All right, your kids do. You, that's now God. <laughs> yep, that's what they have to do. Um, okay, let's move on to at Cody, son of Steve, wanting to know what was the last thing that made you pee yourself? Last thing that made me pee myself? Did you pee in your pants a lot? No. Girls. You dribble? You dribble? Well, yeah. uh. Well, that's from like, Like, you know how sometimes you, okay, we're going to. It's good. it's not gonna be that nasty. Sometimes, do you guys always zip zipper, or sometimes you just pull your pants down? Ah, it's a pull some, your pants down both. with no sometimes unzipping. Both. Sometimes both. Depends. If I'm wearing, well, like, I'm, sometimes my pants are like loose. If I'm wearing something with something. a drawstring, maybe that doesn't have a zipper. Yeah, I yeah. always zip. Yeah, sometimes I switch I, it. I switch but it I up. haven't gotten to the place. I ha- I can't remember the last time I've peed in my pants. I I the, can't either. Peeing pants. 
May okay, maybe like I I you thought I I thought I was something. I thought I was done peeing. You did pee and, inside of a refrigerator, so don't that, act like this question is that yes, far off. That that was as a child, <laughs> and that people are going to have unrealistic <laughs> ideas of what happened when I was a child. In I would say uh, the fourth grade, maybe the third. I we talked about this last week, didn't we? Did we? Oh, we did. Yeah. yeah. I stopped walking and peeing in the fridge. I'm glad. Hey, so really, I I put this question in there from Cody just to say that as much as maybe that we project that you two are toddlers, you don't pee your we pants. Pee. I peed last week. My pants <laughs> last week. Uh, I did. Uh, the, okay, the last time I peed the my pool? pants was from. Oh yeah, in the pool. Yeah, you pee your pants. Mm, that's oh, that's different. That's different. Uh, when's the last time I peed my pants was probably peeing the bed, and that was I had a dream that I was peeing in a urinal and i woke oh, up yeah. and i was peeing <laughs> in my bed <laughs> that 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 really happened you. to me in adulthood it'll get you it'll yeah. get you every time i'm not a big night peer okay great let's move on to our next okay great twitter question peer? no you, like at all do you guys wake up in the middle of the night bed. and have to pee yeah, occasionally yeah, occasionally every night really? for real you may have prostate issues bro I have a small bladder for sure. I've, I've, I said I prostate peed. issues, man. Oh. Go ahead, check Will you out. check it? I'll check <laughs> it. Yeah. No. Our next. Oh, not right now, Jay. Oh, no. Our next shorter question <laughs> comes from at Trey Witzel, who wants to know, what's one thing Andrew will never let you do on the pod, and will you do it now? <laughs> hey, so I wanted to actually take this minute. Like, there's not anything Andrew won't let us do. Like no, there's certain not. things that we say that get muted. There are certain things we say before the pod that we won't say on the pod. Uh, but I think this is a good time just to say like, we literally wouldn't have a podcast without Andrew. And I mean, he puts a ton of work in and you all that are listening know that, but um, him and I and Luke gathered a long time ago and dreamed about a podcast and, Andrew is the one that works so tirelessly to make it uh, a reality, and and so we're we're glad. Rest in peace. You Andrew. say that, you say that, but he won't let us talk about me and Taylor talk about the challenge. That's true. MTV's Are you watching this world. season? Oh, that's also no. true. He won't let us talk about our dreams. It's good. He won't. Oh, oh he won't true. let us talk you know about what? our dreams. Now that we get into it, he's very oppressive. He's restrictive. Yeah, I was just trying to build him up, and now it's he won't let me talk about I professional the, wrestling. Wow, there's actually quite a list. Yeah. We could what have a whole other heck? podcast. <laughs> Stuff Andrew won't let us talk about. It'd be good. He Check won't let you out. talk like you're doing your dog podcast. Uh, dog pod could be good. It's just very hard to do. Yeah, you got to work it out. There's a few kinks. Dog podcast, for people who don't know, is my idea for a podcast that is for dogs, that you play for your dog. <laughs> and it's people talking like they talk to dogs. You know how, like, when you talk to dogs... Like, you're like, hey there, who's a good boy? It's that, and it's a podcast using that voice. For, and but, it's an hour long. And I took the podcast equipment trying to make <laughs> the did. first episode, and I was going to, like, slowly release them on SoundCloud and just show, like, show up and be like, hey, you checked out DogPod? And I had five episodes, but I was like, after doing it for, I want to say, six minutes, I was like, this is impossible to do. That's kind of what I was going to say is like, how do you create enough? How do you have enough content? You'd have to like pick a book and then read no, the book. Cause I was going to have, um, I was going to have a person come on and I was going to introduce them uh, to their dog and I was going to then talk to their dog. And then just, I had a plan, but it was very, very difficult. Well, but dog, pod, it could be good. Yeah. I bet it exists actually. Uh, I will say this too about Andrew. Some people that don't know Andrew, 
uh, like come out to me and they're like, dude, what's up with Andrew muting you all the time? I'm like, it's really not serious. Please don't take it serious. Why is he so mad at you all the time? It's like, what's Andrew serious? Sometimes it's serious. Yes, but also it's like me and Andrew, it's a bit, man. (laughs) Andrew Andrew is going to totally disagree. Yeah, he's going to disagree with this, but it's a bit. It's a bit. However, he, he sticks to the bit really well. Because it's not a bit to him. It's a bit to me. Okay. It is like, not a bit to him. He's like the Daniel Day-Lewis of this bit. You know, he just takes yes. it so... He's just taking it serious. He's all in on this bit. He didn't... He doesn't even realize it is a bit. Yeah, because it's become his, his life. life. Yeah. He's living it. Wow. Wow. That. It's profound. He deserves an Oscar. <laughs> Pot Oscar. Pot, Pot Oscar. Oscar. <laughs> okay, next Twitter question comes from at real underscore feezy. He wants to know, would any of you consider naming your child Andrew? Just say, Andrew, you're muted whenever he speaks. <laughs> um, <laughs> my son is Andrew. I have a, not, not the one that does the pop, but I have a son named Andrew. And that <laughs> Jay is, is Andrew's dad. <laughs> that is the, that is now what I will say. Andrew muted. Because muted. my son is most definitely in that season of life where it's just, he always has something to say back to me. Oh yeah. Andrew, you're muted. You're muted. You are muted. You are muted. Um, I like that. I also had a dream. Well, this is not really that. Uh, I'm talking about, about naming naming on. children. It wasn't a dream. It was just a dream. Like I have a like a like a like Martin idea. Luther King. Yes, very much uh, like that. And it was that me very much and like me this. and all my friends in college <laughs> agreed to all name our kids first name John, middle name Jingleheimer. <laughs> So we'd all have a bunch okay. of John Jingleheimers and we, they wouldn't introduce them until they were like five. And when we introduced them, I was like, hey, these are your friends. Like these are, this is uh, John Jingleheimer. And then my son looks at me and goes, dad, his name is my name too. <laughs> okay. I'd, I'd love that. <laughs> That'd be great. And then beyond that, I have I do not care what he does. And just want to clarify. I'm done parenting. Uh, Jay and I don't think that this is uh, equal to Martin Luther King Jr.'s <laughs> dream having. Uh, it's a dream. He, it's a he dream dreamed, you have. He dreamed for general. racial. He dreamed for racial the equality. Official podcast stands. Yeah, we I do not think that that <laughs> for is on my the same child. Model. But because to do it, I'd have to introduce him. Like, oh, his name's Luke too. His name is my name too. Like, I'd have to use that phrase a lot. Right. And so then, when he meets a John Jingleheimer, he turns to me and goes. Daddy, his name is my name too. (laughs) 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 So I'm glad that Taylor and I were trying to back out of that and you kept like digging in. This is no, no, no. It's it's the same. No, I don't think you get it. But if any people out there on the pod want to do it, I don't have kids yet. I could do it. Okay, next Twitter (laughs) question comes from at OkiProud76, who wants to know who between the three of you would Ander use as an impromptu babysitter? I mean, me. Definitely Jay. Definitely me. I get along with his kids really well. You do. And maybe you. The difference is, is you could just like at the drop of a dime if you're not karaoke or playing. Yeah, I have the games. most open schedule. You could That's just jump true. over there and just like, hey, can you come over and watch the kids for a minute? So maybe you. Yeah. Maybe Taylor. <laughs> no. Kate uh, loves He kids. would never ask me. Uh, can I, I mean, you would teach his kids something in purpose. I w- absolutely would. It would be. I would do something that would show up later, like the next day, and then Andrew would be like, where did you learn to say that? Or why are you saying that? Or I'd tell them to do something really strange and weird to mess with them. 
Yes, but this is exactly why that I wouldn't uh-huh. be asked. I think, Luke, you have a good chance to be the babysitter, you actually. Do. Now that you I do. think Boom. about it. I had to process it for Because you are pretty good with kids. Kids like you, and too, even though you're you like put, a cartoon man. You put forth this persona that you just are, like, irresponsible. Like, you're actually irresponsible. Boom. You're actually That's a right. lawyer. They, yeah, uh, you are a lawyer, like a successful lawyer. I told last time I was last when, house. when we were all there at uh, uh, having having lunch, Kelly, yeah. Yeah, uh, lunch with them, um, I, I told his friends, or his friends, Andrew's children, they they had milk, and they're like, I love milk. Milk's my favorite. And I was like, have you guys ever had strawberry milk? And their minds were blown. <laughs> so next time I go over there, I'm taking, like, a bunch of different flavors of milk. <gasps> Whoa. You're going to have, like, a milk bar? Yeah, and they're going to love oh, it. Oh, that's going to be so fun. Sarah Sarah Cupcakes used to have that. Dude, a Sarah Sarah Cupcake was the best cupcake place in the city. I would make city. myself sick on their milk, though. Their milk was so drink, good, dude. Because they had, like, a... Like cold frosted mugs, milk machine with chocolate, strawberry, oh, man. and uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge I, milk did guy. Did your brain just explode? Yeah, uh-huh. it did. Uh-huh. I'm, I love milk, but one time, this is a few years ago, my parents at my parents' house had these big glasses that like it was like you know a ton of milk, and so I had that and bacon one morning, and I was driving back to my house in Norman, and I was like, man, that glass of milk was great. I'm going to have another. And so I had another and just drank it and then drove back. And when I got to my house, it Norm felt so bad, immediately just collapsed onto my front lawn and just vomited <laughs> <laughs> all over my front lawn. Ew. And it was all milk. Ew. It was too much. I it was not. too much of a I good thing. I can't do milk much anymore. Oh, that literally was, I think, the last time I had like no. that much milk. Oh, it was like coming out your nose and stuff too. Yeah. Oh, God. It was bad. Hot milk. It was bad. Did you clean? Did you at least hose down your yard? No. Because that crap would smell. Man. No. I let the sun bake it. <laughs> I, went, I went in the house and fell asleep because I felt so bad. <laughs> it was... You're such an irresponsible puker. Gosh, never mind. You're not the babysitter. Yeah. We just come over all vomiting up so much milk. We ate. We drank too much milk, Dad. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be great. All right. We have one more question, but before we do, I want to talk about Oklahoma Shirt Company. They're great. Their Shirt of the Month Club, $10. One Oklahoma-themed shirt a month. Jay, I think you're wearing a... uh, I am. An Oklahoma Shirt Company shirt, and guess what? It looks good, and uh, it looks very soft. Yeah, quality, great. Um, if you're wearing or you have gotten one of our uh, down to dunk shirts, you are wearing their product, and you may not have even known it. They're great. If you have, you know, church group, kickball group, whatever group. Yeah, that's the only two groups I know of. Boom, make shirts for them through Oklahoma Shirt Company. They're great. You'll be the envy of all the other groups that are not your group. And uh, they're great. They also have different state-themed shirts a month. Texas, Texas, Missouri, Missouri. Arkansas, Oklahoma, Kansas. Coming soon. They're coming to everywhere. Coming soon. Rhode Island. Rhode Island's next. And uh, it's going to be great. And support those that support us. Oklahoma Shirt Company is just a a, a group of great people. and, And just check them out. Yeah. OklahomaShirtCompany.com is how to get started. And we're working on a, a shirt announcement through with them, but we, I don't think we have it yet. But we're working on it. But uh, next, and finally, are you miffed? Are you paved? 
I'm not. I'm Gene Bead. You're Gene Bead. Yeah, man. Tell us about it. I'm just saying it's summer's winding down, falls around the corner. Okay, the weather. Andrew just had a child. The weather this uh It's been nice. It's been nice. It's getting really hot today. Oh, that's though. another thing. Andrew doesn't like us I know, talking I about weather. Said that too. Oh, he doesn't. Ah, oh, dang it. Sorry. Or maybe it's just in my head. I Man. think it's in your head. The weather has been really good. I was I was miffed and peeved yesterday. I was driving down Broadway Extension and you know, like I have a truck and I can see down into a lot of cars. And so I looked over and this girl was, so I started my day driving and I looked over and this girl had her phone on her oh no. horn, just watching television. Oh really? Just the office? The yeah. So that happened, which made me annoyed. And then, and I try, I'm trying really hard not to text and drive. Like I just don't like doing it. I realize like it's a total distraction and I've set up the do not disturb on my phone. Anyway, so I'm driving down the highway and I see this girl pass me. And she's just texting, like looking down, you know, doing the thing where you look down, look up, like right. you're actually paying attention to either one. Yeah. And then next thing I know, she's oh itching over to my lane. Oh, man. I lay on my horn for a solid minute. And then she's she like pulls back and corrects. And she looks I can tell that she's looking at me through her rearview mirror. And I'm, si- I'm like yelling at her. Put down your phone. Oh, you're such a dad, oh, dude. Man. You're full dad. Full dad. You are I, full dad. But admit the peeve, man. Yeah, I know what you mean. Putting lives at risk. Oh, speak. Okay, inching into another lane. I can't stand when people are turning right and they slow down and they turn out left so they can get a high, like a a wide turn. A wider. T- it's like you're in the street. There's two lanes. You can't. <laughs> yes. Like you can't turn out left and to turn right. Yes. Drives me insane. I was pulled over on Wednesday, so that's two days ago. I just, I guess I never renewed my tag. Just <gasps> never did it. Oof. How long ago? This is here. So it's, you know, like eight months too late. But uh, that's a long time. <laughs> you were going to pay some money for that So one. they were like, he was like, you know, after three months, we can impound your car. And I was like, uh, Please no. don't do that. And then I was like, you know, did and I was there. I was going to dinner with my dad. So my dad's in like the passenger seat, just yucking it up, thinking it's hilarious. And then cop finished write, writing the ticket, like hands it to me. And then my dad leans over and he's and he's like, hey, officer, is your wife so-and-so? And she was like, yeah, she, uh, I'm her boss. And then the, I was like, I was like, <laughs> do this at the beginning Before the ticket, and don't Dad. let me get a ticket. And he was like, oh, no, I wanted it to play out like it's supposed to. I don't I don't want to do anything, you know, Trying to teach you a lesson. Yeah, uh, and yeah. I was like, and I was like, whatever, man, <laughs> that's, that's, like, that's, that's uh, lame. Hey, if you get your tag fixed, they'll waive most of the ticket. I know. And I did. And uh, and so I had to. So yesterday I had to go to the DMV. And I had to go and take a number, and it's like thirty-three. And they start calling numbers. And they're like seventeen. Oh god! Just like oh my well, this god! Is, this, is, this is my whole day. Yeah. And so it was. Uh, that that's a miffed and peeved. I was miffed. I was peeved. You also, can- also, someone I heard on the radio or like on something, I heard use the word myth. Anyways, I was just like <gasps> the rift. I'm glad Brian Davis is gone because he was starting to steal our material, man. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Outro music. Do you know who my dad is? (laughs) 